let's see. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, hello. Hello. We you know you are one of my favorite people on the planet. Oh, Thank there you, you go the with planet. the Wait, you with the F-bombs, Lydia. Like, Let me start again. Let me start again. Start again. Okay. Monty Gazzazza, you are one of my favorite people on the planet. Yes. And so are you, Lydia. I remember <laughs> I remember when I first met you at that show in Japan, the land of the teeny weenies. <laughs> no comprehension on my part, Monty, but I don't know when we first met, but ever since we have, you are absolutely one of my favorite people on the planet. Yes, and he says he says nothing but good things. He's like, she, everybody's got her confused. She's the nicest, most polite person. And Lydia, when she's on her A-game, watch out. So let's go. How do you know me so well? <laughs> you see me now, though, and I'm sorry this is not Skype, but however, I am here with Weasel Walter, my main musical collaborator at this moment, and uh, here we go. Yeah, hi, so, guys. hi, Weasel. So Lydia's ho- holding Weasel, and I'm holding Monty, and we're... <laughs> And we're going to, the girls are on top. So we're going to get this started. Um, uh, welcome to our listeners. You are tuned in to KVMR. I'm Mary St. Mary. This is the Underground Sound. My guest tonight, Lydia Lunch. In studio with me, Monty Kazaza. In uh, whatever sort of ca- casa. And Weasel, and Weasel Walter. Weasel Walter, but I don't know if you guys are in a studio, apartment, or in a subway. Yeah. You're in a studio. Okay. You're in my suite at the Roxy Hotel where I have a residency as a nomad doing uh, performances. Yeah, no, you're doing the Underground Salon, and I loved it. I mean, we're not going to get into all your history because that will take forever. Um, so we want to talk about right now, which is your residency at the Roxy, uh, retrovirus, and the pissed jeans. And also the album I just did with Weasel Walter uh, two weeks ago in 30 minutes, we recorded an album. What? Which will be guys in September. Yes, well, that's what we do. <laughs> speed we speed recording. <laughs> we recorded an album in 30 minutes. The next uh, night we did the Roxy uh, Underground Salon, and then next day I left to produce Fish James. That's what we do here. Right. You're the hardest working woman in showbiz, or the underground, the hardest, or the... Or the, the hardest the, woman. You didn't even say the hardest working. You just said the hardest. No, I, I said that. Yeah, and you're as hard and as cracked as the Liberty Bell. I love you. You're like me, but I talked to Monty. I said the only thing she doesn't have is like one of those... Uh, what are they called, Monty? The C... The stores, you know, like you're on the 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 TV, the telly, saying here, buy my Lydia lunch ring. I should have, yes, I should have my own QVC channel. That that that's it. Home shopping. Can network we get home you. shopping network with Lydia lunch? Me, Monty, like essence, essence of lunch. <laughs> I used to. I had a merch item called Pussy Water. It was sort of like that, made to order, of course. But you, can't you know, say the F bomb, like you can say that. No, I'll, I'll get in trouble. You're right. You called it. That's not a Carlin word. It isn't a you Carlin say word. That. Yeah, I did a benefit for Pussy Riot. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. My show's on after 10 p.m. I'm not. Yeah. You yeah, just yeah, can't yeah. use the F bomb. So, if you had a QVC show, what would you sell? Mm, used stockings. Nice. Those go for large. Panties that have been well moistened. Right. Um, certainly no art because nobody's bought it. 
for the last 40 years. Why should they start buying it now? You know, that... Just like, you know, sexually explicit, <laughs> enticing little uh, doodahs. I told Monty I get more requests for dirty underwear and used socks and it's things called, like that than I do for anything I've done. It's no records. Inti- it's called now. intimate apparel. I've but, got about three pairs of panties just from tonight alone I'd like to sell. Oh. Intimate apparel. Yeah, wait. The panties from the Roxy, Residency Roxy, Spoken Words, Sexy Stories, and... Wow. Me for nothing. Eh, Roxy, right? And she's hanging out with Walter. So things, yeah. yeah. These panties are very, very special. Mm. <laughs> I don't know okay. what you guys are talking about. I know. Let me ask like you. We, what kind of format did you did you record the thirty minute album on? Well, I'll tell you what happened. We showed up at the studio. We set up our stuff. Is it analog, digital? What? Oh, digital. I mean, analog, that's that's just tedious. I mean, what we're trying to do here is get this down fast, cheap, and dirty. Mm. Because, you know, the the idea doesn't need to be gussied up, you know? Yeah. Go in, bang it out, and leave. The, The engineer's jaw was on the floor. He's like, you're done? We're like, yeah. How much do we owe you? Like a quarter? <laughs> we recorded the album for a hundred dollars. It is I call it a duet. That- Real measures is the title of the piece. It's weasel on drums and a bit of electronica. Me on vocals. It's a tag team. Drums and vocals. Drums and vocals. We have a twenty. 20- European tour starting September 30th. It's you know it's it's the subside of retrovirus. Okay. But, I mean I, I find it so simple and obvious. I can't believe other people haven't done it yet. It's drums and vocals, drums and vocals. This sounds more like a nuclear war. So yeah. We don't play songs. We don't play songs, and we rarely play at the same time. It's improvised and it's tag team one after the other. And uh, nice. You know, I mean, it, to me, it's the perfect format because I never know what he's going to play. He never knows what I'm going to say. And it's like an improvisational dual act, as I call it. And it's just what we do when we're not doing retrovirus, that brutarian retrospective of my massive history of music. Right. And spoken word. And we know in brittle measures plays drums and then retrovirus plays guitar. Right. True. Right. So you could I do... Can't help it. <laughs> I don't want. I only want to help him do what he can't help but to do. Right. So, is it all new pieces? The spoken word? Are you re? Are you like your love can't pay my rent? That kind of stuff? Or brand spanking fast, no, no, cheap, it's, dirty? No, 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 no. What we just recorded is basically new stuff, just for. I mean, basically to make a CD to sell on the tour that we're doing in, in October. Which is uh, very wise because you make money on merch. How else are you going to, like, pay the rent you don't even pay the rent on? Exactly. Well, how about that, Monty? How are you going to pay the rent that you don't even pay the rent on? He's being un- un- uncustomarily shy. Speak. Monty, maybe you need to go on tour with me so you can pay the rent you don't have to pay the rent on. Ah, yes. And this is all Europe, yeah? I'd probably end up in well, prison. Really, in America? Give me a break. Yeah, I'd I know. probably end up in prison I, somewhere. I know. I was I was reading this thing. Let's go back for a minute. Excuse me, Monty. Yes. I love that idea you have had about taking over the silos that are abandoned in the American hinterlands. And, you know, <laughs> the time is coming, my friend. <laughs> 
I'm trying to get Putin to give me one in Russia, but he's not too cooperative. He has not returned well, the letters. We're all going to have to flee the country no matter who he gets in on the next election. So, I mean, it's why I fled the country last time when Bush stole the second election. So, there's right. always time to flee the country. Right. Right. It'll be a disaster. You know what they say, North Korea, best Korea. Oh, yeah. We've been rehearsing. <laughs> When I tell people in Europe that I hope Trump wins because then we'll be like the new North Korea, they have no idea what I'm talking about. But you do. Yeah, they're, do. I, yeah we're going to find out, aren't we? Oh. Halfway. It's all a disaster. Look, I'm always I'm an apocalyptician. To me, it's always apocalypse now. I don't care. Right. Yep, it is. It's apocalyptian shun. And then I'm an some. I'm I love the disasters. I have thrill. Um, look, it's just man's stupidity proving itself over and over again. How many decades do I have to go on about this? It's like, now I don't even have to say anything. I just let them carry on. I know. Carry on. And there it goes. And like, it's either the idiot, it's either the idiot billionaire or the war whore billionaire. Whatever right. you want to do, it doesn't matter. I we're doomed. Doomsday. Doomsday. Right. Actually, somebody told me this. Uh, we were walking our dogs yesterday, and she said, uh, well, they want Trump to win so that everybody will just leave the country. Where are they going to go? I left the country. Nobody followed like 12 years ago and first <laughs> did that nonsense. It's like I left. Nobody else did. It's like it doesn't matter. I went to a country 30 years out of fascism to get out of a country going into fascism. And here we are after the beige puppet, who is a piece of propaganda for the Republicans to prove everything they wanted to do. It's the same as it always was. Feudalism reigns. It always does. Yeah. And therefore, we get to we can still make good art, or make art whether people are buying it or not. Just keep doing it. I didn't get into the. I didn't start doing music because I thought people would buy it. Yeah. I thought they would die hearing it. Ah, yeah. Uh, well, we have yeah, laws. We, we have. He's done more art than just about anybody. And I mean, look, when they catch up, he'll be probably dead for three thousand years. I right. Can't wait. <laughs> I mean, I can't wait on dead for three thousand years. I don't. Care if they listen to my stuff or not. I've been alive for more than 3,000 years. It doesn't matter to me. I do what I do, and that's what we do. That's right. And you know, my our idea is for uh, to build a catapult and put Monty's dead carcass on it with no health care written in uh, bodily fluids and put him on a uh, fly him onto the White House. Well, you know what my theory is, is there's two. One, they will never find the body. Second, I may just be stuffed as a taxidermy performance artist with a voice box that never shuts up. One way or the other, it doesn't matter. Ooh. Museum Ooh. of Death. The Museum uh, of Death. Like body walls. Gunther von Hagen, thank you very much. <laughs> it's just the land of the pharaohs. Well, the voice box that never shuts up. It's a, it's a loop. A never-ending loop. It reminds loop. me of my favorite Night Gallery episode with um, John Austin and Phyllis Diller. He thinks he killed her, but they're in purgatory, and she never shuts up. Oh, uh, yeah. Monty, I know. Uh, Monty, I think the catapult will be your etante They'll be like, whatever happened to that Monty Kazaza? And they'll be like, oh, shit, there he is. Yeah, right? Oh. Let, oh. Monty, let you are on my mind more than just about any living man alive. Thank you very much. <laughs> Let the Secret Service deal with it. Yeah, and I got to do a squeaky from and pretend like I wasn't there because, uh, well, who knows? Our country has more jails than any other 
I don't know what. Well, there's more prisoners than Iran, Iraq, or Russia, but you know what? We're not in it, so ha, 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 ha. Yeah. But then again, we're not a black male, so then why would they want us in there? Right. Correct. Can I tell you something? Come back from, you came back from Barcelona. That. You came back. You, you no, came I'm back. A, I had permanent rent strike. Monty, I've been on a rent strike for more than four years. I'm very successful. I know you've been on one for most of your life. I've <laughs> been very successful. So I'm on a rent strike. Now I have a strange hotel, like, housing me for four months to do five shows with whatever I want. And that's pretty devious and cool. Yeah. That is dangerous. I'm, I'm going to be like the Nina Simone of the of, of the alt. I'm just going for hotel from hotel, so I just let me live there and do what I do, which is curate amazing shows that you know, like uh, 100 to 200 people care about. That's about it. They should just give you the free hotel room forever. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in the free hotel room. They give me two free meals a day, and they pay me to pay the musicians. Mm-hmm. What more do you want? I mean, forever. That's great. That's what I say. Forever would be good. <laughs> There's hotels all over the world. I mean, you know, what's up with that? I, I refu- absolutely refuse to pay rent. I mean, why should I or you or any living artist pay rent? It's it's, it's an outrage. Exactly. It's insulting. A, we can't afford it. B, we can't, we can't philosophically endorse it. No. So there we go. And all the people that have stolen from us continue on. Well, I mean, stolen what? I've yet to see any cultural, culturally significant thievery of what I do. I mean, until a woman comes out playing the fucking tuba in a choo-choo, I don't see my cultural significance. Don't, don't, mm, give, think, don't give them ideas, Don't give them Lydia. ideas, yeah. That's a- I've had that idea for decades. No one's done it. <laughs> Don't blame me for the crimes of the lesser beings. No names names needed. (laughs) Okay, tuba, tutu. A tuba and a tutu, you got my point all along. Yes. So, yes. And then it goes bada boom, boom, boom. I love you, Monty. Silos, what can I say? Me, you, in a silo. Me, you, Mary, and we in a silo. Yeah. It's coming. The commune is coming. We've got no choice. Yes. We're being costed out of everything. Look out, middle America. They don't, your silos will be filled. They don't call it the underground for nothing. Yeah. Well, look, let me tell you this. For a while, I was investigating this guy that does underground housing because I was looking for alternative housing. I got a farm to live anywhere. And actually, he contacted me, and I'm like, wait, are you, are you scanning your website? How do you know that I've been investigating underground housing? He goes, well, you're an underground artist. I built underground housing. Maybe you want me to. I'm like, honey, when I can afford for you to build me an underground housing, it will mean I'm not living in a hole in the ground anymore. I was amazed. Anyway, <laughs> it's coming. The commune is, the commune is coming. There's going to be no choice. I mean, I think we have to get back to that because we cannot afford to live separately. I, I am a communist. I always, but I, I'm a polygamist as well. So there you go. Right. Uh, deal with that, if you will. Yes. Yeah. Deal. With, top that, actually. So well, it, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't care who's on top as long as it's me. But <laughs> <laughs> um, bump. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Funny Mon- thing happened to me on the way to the slaughterhouse. <laughs> what, what? What's that? Monty wanted to know why you and I smoke cigarettes. 
Not, I mean, yeah. Because we're trying to kill ourselves slowly? Yeah. It's like, you know. Because tobacco is the only, nicotine is actually the only drug that picks you up or brings you down. Because if I'm not addicted to one thing, I want to be addicted to another thing. And I've yet to find anything I'm addicted to except for cigarettes. Uh, What brand? I smoke. uh, My mouth, I'm not smoking. Let me tell you this. What? A lot of smokers at 85 years old don't have cancer. My whole family has had cancer, brain cancer. I've had cancer five times now from smoking cigarettes. Trust me on this. Okay. There are more things that cause cancer than smoking cigarettes. Why do I like smoking? I like something in my hand. I like something in my mouth, and I like trying to kill myself. You got say more. I think we're making yeah, an album right now. That's good. Yeah, it is a slow suicide. Look, smoke, every cigarette takes 10 years off the end of your life. You really think I want to live to the end of my life? Are you kidding me? Nah, no. Look, I look good, honey. I'm ready to go out any day. I've done enough. Right. You got me out there, and there you go. Yep, I got you on that. Yep. I'm out here for a pin. That's what Monty says, too. I don't need to do another thing. I'm done. Take me now. Well, I said we could do something with Monty, but God knows what that is. <laughs> That's what I said the devil knows. It involves a catapult. <laughs> God has nothing we, to do with we it. We don't know. God has nothing to do with it. But we have, uh, yeah, definitely a tricky alliance. So uh, that can't. I always tell people how beautiful your photography was when you were doing that. And, and I have no proof of it, but I always tell them, oh my God, you created such beautiful art in your time. I mean, visual photographic art. It was so amazing. And, right. you know, photographs mean a lot to me because everything people have not listened to me say in words, they can hear better in photographs. Mm. Yes. Let's. I'm going to say that again really slowly for the listening audience. Everything that you cannot understand with her words, you can comprehend through her photographs. And same with Monty. Yes, the heart coming out. Genius. The cover of Vile. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we, we yeah. do multiple forms of art. We hope Multi. on one level something will be comprehended. If not, I really don't care. I know. You never know. Monty gets me. I get Monty. Weasel gets me. I get Weasel. Uh, you get me, obviously, Mary. I right. mean, yeah. we do it for the three to five to whatever amount of people that get it. Right. That's why we are still alive. And right. You know, I, I never expected anything more. I have a salon mentality. It's like, that's how I am. It's like, if I can find one to three to five people that get it, I'm happy. I know what we do is beyond and beyond, beyond. And there you go. Hello, Arto. It's true. You're cruelty. Oh, please. Ah. Uh, one, two, three, or five. It's a good day. And, and, and look. I know I've saved people's lives. Yeah. And not on the mass scale, but on an, indiv- and on an individual level. And that's where it counts. The individual I know. is what Absolutely. matters. Not the map is. I know. So let me, can I tell you something that had a profound effect on me that came out of your Please. mouth? Yeah. Oh, my God. Ready <laughs> for this? I was, yeah. yeah. I'm a very angry person. Ask Monty. You know. ah! <laughs> but you said something that just, uh, yeah, I can't. I can't get back. Uh, I want to beat all the people that ever beat me, and I want to not unrape being raped. I want all this stuff to happen, and it just won't. And you said the best revenge in life is to derive pleasure somewhere. Oh, honey, why am I here with Weasel Walter? To derive some pleasure. 
Exactly, because you cannot kill all the killers. All that is better in you other than to reclaim what they stole from you in the first place, which is pleasure. And the more pleasure you have, the more you win. That's right. And really, if you deny yourself that, you're cheating yourself at a certain point because we know that's what they stole from us at the age of whatever, three, five, yeah, ten, thirteen, right. seventeen. Yeah. And I just don't feel there's an alternative. So as an absolute hedonist, it's like, look, Monty knows me. I loved, I'm one of the funniest. He's one of the funniest people I know. Oh, yeah. We love him a lot. We love to enjoy ourselves. You have to reclaim pleasure or right. you are now at a certain point of adulthood ripping yourself off. And, you know, who knows where that pleasure is found? And, and, and as a glutton and as somebody who, like, for, for decades was never satisfied with the most overdosing of everything and yeah. could never overdose on anything, I had to reduce my ideology to the simplest of things first so that I could, in order to build back up emotion, which had been stripped from me, understand what pleasure was and how that is ultimately the only real revenge because we don't have enough ammunition against the real enemy, whether it's the father, father of the country, God, the father who we know doesn't exist, or just the patriarchy. So therefore, you have to reclaim that. Otherwise, you are beating yourself up. Face it. I'm not going to beat myself up. There's too many other no, people. No, they, they, right, right. So I just. And I get paid. I get paid. paid to get beat up. Yeah. So I just. I get paid to beat people. I don't do it for free, huh? I know. That's what I always say. And my pleasure <laughs> is a luxury most people cannot afford unless right. they are welcome there. Yes. And I love to eat. I love to look at art. I love smoking. I derive pleasure out of that. I love the hell out of this. Monty. I love clouds, yeah. Trees, flowers, yes. birds, sex, yes. drinking, smoking, drugs. Monty, I love you. <laughs> I love Weasel. I love my band. I love my life. Yeah. And because, look, if you are not your biggest fan, who is going to be? Thank and- you. I say I am the greatest archivist of myself. Like, who else? Because nobody else is going to do it. My motto in the morning is Muhammad Ali's, I am the greatest. Right. Of course, greatest what we've yet to decide. But however, I am the greatest. We don't need to define what that is. If you do not feel you are the greatest, what are you? Right. Exactly. You have to. And then people say, oh, you're so difficult. You're so blah, blah. And you know what? You don't, they don't pay my rent. They don't. Yeah, your love don't. Your love don't pay my rent. Yeah. But you know what? Nobody ever says anything to me because they know. I mean, I could take one sentence and cut their heads off. Yeah, cut their heads off. Uh, they don't. I have no duration here because it doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not asking you to like me. I know what I am. I right. know what I do. I know what we do. Right. I know why we are four-way in this conversation now. Right. Because nobody basically gets us but us and a handful of other people. Right. So, hello. Thank you that we are all together. For yes, this moment. Oh, you don't... I'd like to say, hey, what is the female form of bukkake? Is it Kukaki? Like, <laughs> this guy's masturbating on one woman. What about one woman masturbating on six guys' face? I'm just putting that. Kundalaki? 
Kundalaki? I'm just putting it out there. Thank you, man, for coming down. I'm just putting it out there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Up your face, Monty, He's cracking up. Uh oh. I love you. He can't help himself. Ah, Lydia. <laughs> That's a title of a new Japanese porno. Oh yeah, you know what, Lydia? I was thinking about the um the Belmer art, like the Belmer dolls, and, right? And, uh, Belma. Hey, not only has Belma, let's take a side step. That Unica Zorn. Unica Zorn is my favorite. Oh my god, Man of Jasmine. Oh, Man and of Jasmine. Her anagrams are the craziest. I just, uh, she is my favorite. I think. Ugh, the end of her one book. I just walked outside and jumped off the roof. I love Una Kazern. But blame her. Ugh, I know. And we wanted to discuss the jumping off roofs many times, but none of us were on a high enough floor, and we didn't <laughs> want to be dependent by plans. Uh, Unica Zorn, uh, Hans Belmar. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, if yeah. anybody doesn't know what we're talking about, just go and investigate. Yeah, please. please. And I'm, and I in this day and age, nobody knows about her in this country. I know. Nobody knows about her. We do. We do. She's very important. She invented her own alphabet. She was institutionalized. She was oh, uh, the muse. No, muse. She was, she was tied up numerous times. She was I the muse to. By Bel- for Belmer, he, she was his muse, and then the. T- I would have been tied up for Belmer as well. Oh, I would, have I would have tied him up too. Um, and I love Leonora yeah, Carrington. You up. <laughs> and the Leonora Carrington. But anyway, this is my. I want to get to the part of the of the Belmar about the shaved. Oh, the shaved. Uh, yes. Yeah, shaved. No. Uh, yes. So why is that so trendy, right? So I'm at a yard sale with Monty, and we're go- we're we're going back, and I said, I really hate that look, the fake tits, and the this and the and the shaved area. Like well, that's like some crazy <laughs> tranny blow up drawl dream. No. No, Monty said it started and with Japanese porn. That if you showed hair, it was porn. Are we talking about me, you, or him? Uh, I'm going to tell you why it matters to shave occasionally. I I, I believe in a trimmed bush. I'm talking about the trend of the of the pubic looking like a teen, like a little girl. Like no, no, no. I don't feel that I look like a little girl just because I make shave my bush. I have like I've gone from. From there to here and back again. To me, it's a matter of sensation. Right. And, you know, and, I mean, like, to me, if whatever makes you more sensitive when you're an insensitive bastard. Right. That, I am, that and it, you might have to even cut some of the layers of flesh off to be sensitive enough to feel anything. To get a sensation. And to me, it's not so much. To me. To me. But then I'm not a porno star anymore. Um, it's not about the look. It's about the sensation. Ah. Uh-huh. Well. So I think for a lot of women, it's about the porno look. Right. But I think for some women, it's about, like, if you got all that distraction down there, you just don't. Yeah. sensitive. I mean, if yeah. you have a hard time, if you're insensitive, as some of us are. Yes. Or have a high tolerance or whatever. Sometimes, you know, just trimming it up down there and look. 
manscaping, I'm all for it. Just get rid of that. I want to see it, you know, un, <laughs> unadulterated. I'm just saying, that's I'm just me talking. Well, so, and yeah, and if you want them to, get, well, yeah, get down and worship at the altar of uh, Big Mama St. Mary or Big Mama St. Lunch. Lunch. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, you know, I, I, it comes in phases, but for me, it's, it's not so much an aesthetic as much as it is as it is a sensational thing. Now, I think for most women, it is a porno aesthetic. Mm, yeah, and I don't think it's so much about looking like a little girl, uh, because I think everything is so pornified right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Living up to the porno aesthetic, and then perhaps that you are more sensitive when you don't have hair blocking. You know, when you don't have yeah. a seventies bush. Which, you know, some people have a fetish about, whatever. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I, I myself come and go, but I understand. For me, it's just a matter of sensation. Oh, hey, that's something for the QVC line. Some trimmed um, bush. We have the, wait, wait, we have the uh, what is it called, the Merkin. The Merkin, yes. Because you can shave and still have a Merkin for those boys that like the 70s bush. I thought, the, um, okay, so the bush is like the Yoko Ono bush. It's so scary to me. I saw this, I mean, I saw this Aleister Crowley, 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 depending on which you say it. And it was a Satan ritual. And I said, look at it. They have bushes. It's amazing. All of them. They're skinny broads, you know, with no tits. But they had the, bu- they had the bushes. All right, so there we go. We got skinny bras, no tits, and bushes. Yeah. Or we got plump chicks, some tits, even if they're fake. I don't, I mean, the falsies. And no bush. I mean, it's just a matter right. of... Right, personal like, taste. It's, you know, it's like maxies, minis, minis. It's yeah. a fashion trend. Right. Some people, whatever. Yeah. Well, men are doing it. Yeah, they all do it. I don't know how we got men onto this. Oh, men are doing manscaping. I like a man that manscapes. Yeah, I do too. But the, there's those bikinis that they're just completely shaved. I have to say, look, when I'm under the wax, right, gun of a Polish specifically waxamatician, if it's such a word. I like that waxamatician. A wax matrix. Okay. Kind of get off on, nobody knows the pain of having your most intimate parts waxed. waxed. Now, now, most men would not wax their, their say the word, scrotum. Scrotums, <laughs> right. Their ball hairs. You could yeah. say that. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I want to have them tweezed. Trust me, I don't Ooh. want to wax them. Let me get down there with the tweezers. I'm a bit squeamish. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, that honey. Anything for an extra sensation. So what else do you guys want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to have a talk that nobody else would have a talk with Lydia about, and I guess we're going there. Well, I'm sure. Well, yeah. Where is she all the scrap? Ask me exactly what's. Uh, under the panties I rarely wear so I did it yeah I actually I think we went there from from Belmer's dolls and uh, from Belmer to to Unica to yeah yeah we're not gonna talk about boogers are we I prefer panties (laughs) with no hair right with of course the correct vibrator, but that's just me. Do I mean, how, how intimate do we have to get here, Marianne Monte? Oh, no, Lydia, no. We don't need to get that intimate. Excuse me, I'm being adjusted. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the cornucopia of fun here. It is. It's a cornucopia of intellect that you just won't be found elsewhere. I started saying okay. that Lydia had a profound effect on me with that one line. The best revenge is derived pleasure. So there, there it is. Oh, okay. honey, if only one day we can all be in the most pleasure-o-matic. I know. 
You know, I am a communist. A I mean, communist. Yes. yes. If we could all live in a silo. Oh, my I mean, gosh. Oh, my God. Live in a silo and act like what usually you equate silos with? Well, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so we could kill people and they'd disappear then as well. You're, you said it, I didn't. I know, I'm well. kill themselves. There's no blood on my hands. Nope, nope, nope. And then we don't maybe don't want people to find our bodies either. Well, you know, Monty, what Bart always would say to me, my one lover, Lydia, where are the bodies? I'm like, well, you won't ever find mine, so why should I tell you where the others are buried? <gasps> we ran oh, into Bart. We ran into Bart at the yeah. at the in North Beach. Well, he 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 knows me well. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. The buried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was. He came up to me. He goes, "Why is Monty's face all red?" And this uh, oh. s- this certain publisher had uh, seen me, and I did a show. And he came up, and in, and he instead of doing like a, a nice kiss, he put his tongue in my mouth. And I said to him, "You know, you're." A a- put his tongue in your mouth. Uh, yeah. Well, come on. It's why not the that, first. Why does he like four feet b- above where he should have been? Well, yeah. And I said, you know, um, I don't do hippies. I never have, and I never will. So you can take all that and and walk. But I did share it with Monty. So evidently, uh, we're at this art opening gallery thing in North Beach, and Monty goes up to the guy and he said, "If you ever stick your, if you ever stick your tongue in anybody's mouth, I'm going to take it." Did you say you're going to nail it to his balls? Something crazy. Anyway, but Monty, when he gets upset, his face got all red. So Bart was so quiet. He walked up. He said, "What's going on?" And I said, "Oh, another day of fun and games here." With, <laughs> with Monty thinks well, everybody Monty needs. Lived with him for seven years. He understands what fun and games are all about. Yes, but he was um, uh, spoke very highly of you. Oh, he talked me when I was going to go and teach at San Francisco. You were a teacher, school. and that's what I'm getting to. Yeah, Lydia was a teacher. Taking my course. He <laughs> <laughs> actually he did stay away a stalker from my life, which was great. By telling them, I know an evil clown when I see one, and you're it. Wow. And he had a screwdriver in his pocket, which was very impressive. But that's a good line. I like it. Uh, yeah, you know, but but uh, you know, he came to me crazy. He did leave, and he did leave sane. That says something. I uh, you he's a great artist as well. Yeah, that's what I heard. That's what Monty said. Very, very good. I'm I I know that you did a, a installation this period of time in your life where you were with a guy that was not uh, he didn't treat you well, and so you had the whole you had your room. That was the installation. Are you talking about you are not saving your own home? No, he treated me fantastic for six months. He just disintegrated because he couldn't understand what pleasure was about, so he self sabotaged. Now he sits in prison for 10 years. Oh, he's... Uh, okay. And he'll find out what pleasure really is. We're <laughs> <laughs> not safe in your own home. Wow. I, uh, I don't need to go into it. No, no. I, I love the... the That you're... you're uh, let's just say this. I used our home pornography and cut his head off. <laughs> That's right. right. Yeah, the pornography that was... Um, well, look, when finally I got rid of him and he was out in my house and there were 60 boxes that needed to be shipped out, I had to, like a witch, divine where philosophy uh. was. And at the third box, I found it. And what ended up being, you are not safe in your own home, which was a bedroom designated in destruction with poetry all over the walls and photos of him in his self-destructive, self-mutilation ways. Wow. Um, and the home pornography that we filmed 
um, with his head cut off because why should he be given any credit? And any credit, there you go, right. That I was. But um, no, no, this, look, this was, look, I will, I have in the past and I will, in the, I hope not in the future, I will sell, I did think he was a genius. And he was, and he, and he was, I mean, look, words to me are important. And he was somebody that actually wrote incredible stuff. Yes. And, you know, painting, music, all of that. There's any number of types of genius, but words to me are very important. I agree. Words mattered. Yeah. And they still matter, but now he sits in prison for dumb stuff that he did, and basically he ruined a great relationship because he self-sabotaged because he didn't understand that actually something could be good. Right. He couldn't take it. And then I became the satanic Nazi uh, girlfriend, sex addict, yeah. drug, hoe, etc., etc. When basically he just couldn't handle the level of pleasure that I provided, and it was sad. But you know, somebody that has lived a life of you know desperation, degeneration, desperation, and trauma, you can't really expect them to repair in the pleasure overnight. No. And for the first six months of the relationship, I mean, it was one of the best times of my life. And basically, um, either he was the best actor I've ever met or (laughs) he just got it for them. I've never seen anyone disintegrating the madness quicker. And ultimately, he ended up just sabotaging his whole life. Because he continued to write and he's a great writer, but... You know, you, you, it just is the antithesis of how I am. That's all I can say. Okay. All right. Well, um, I want everyone to have a good time. I want everyone to live in pleasure. I want people to create. I want them to understand that even if you are ostracized or exiled in this time here and now, because you are too extreme or too in, intense or too intelligent to be understood. It doesn't mean that you might not be understood, although you might not be understood later, but we can only look like the Marquis de Sade took 300 people, 300 years for people to understand with a good translation what he meant. Right. But then there's people like you and Selby that in depth even have no glory. We don't know. You do what you do because you have to do it because if you didn't, you would be homicidal. Exactly. So yeah. yeah, you'd be killing people and everything. Yeah, no, I, I'm yeah, with you on that. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. You do what you do because you have to, and 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 that goes for no the people. Even artist that burns your blood if you don't do it. Right. Otherwise, you're a dilettante. Otherwise, you know, if you don't have a vision, don't give it a sound. That's what I hate about my, most musicians. Yeah. If you don't have a vision, do not give it a sound. Mm. And if you're looking for popularity. Become a banker. Right. There you go. Got it. So, Monty, how are we going to go find a silo? Oh, Monty, when you find the silo, darling, you know my brother, Twin. I will be there with you. Oh, I was going to get into that, the the twin. Yeah. Um, uh, Lydia is one of the few people and it might be a spark of I don't know what but she had a twin that died when she was born no I had a twin I consumed in the womb oh that's it my mother had a miscarriage before after and I I have a dead male twin I consumed he's here with me now in all times right 
Yes. Well, maybe it's Monty. I don't know. <laughs> well, I was always looking for a twin. So, uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, I wanted to cause the double amount of trouble, be a provocateur times two. I mean, one thing that's horrible in this world is there are two of me. One is more than enough. <laughs> I mean, me and my brother? Are you kidding? Oh. Well. <laughs> Well, he might be running for president. Well, we know, Monty. The gruesome twosome. My battery is running low on my phone. Okay, we love you. Thanks, Lydia. So much, and thank you, Monty. You are really in my thoughts so often, and I know I don't have to tell you that because I know I'm in your thoughts too. My brother, my twin. She's the real queen, as I am. Yeah, I know. We got it. Love you. Thank you for doing for taking the time. Walter and I are signing out, and uh, good night, Walter. Good night. You can call me Weasel. Okay, Weasel. You can call that's me Mary. Cops, uh, yeah. That's what the cops call me. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to me, and I'm hoping to come out to the West Coast maybe in November, and if so, I don't know where you are, but you know I'll find you. Yeah, we'll find you too. We'll get with... Oh, uh, I my friends, my sister, my twin. Yes, yes, my divine other. Yeah, we'll get with... Uh, we'll ask Vale. We're in NorCal, so... I, I won't be far away. Okay, good. I can't wait to hug you. Bye, my friend. Okay. Love you. Love you very much. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.